It's time to get the scoop from one of sports radio's brightest minds. Offensive linemen are athletes, but I'm talking like outside of football from a chubby standpoint. Who's the GOAT? A Super Bowl champion and Packers Hall of Famer. I don't think you can say that things stay fresh for three months, but there's a reason people started getting refrigerators. It's Mark Tauscher on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Oh, I don't want to even get in the plug. I'm just going to get beat. What? Win the games yeah. you're supposed to win, and then let's get in the playoffs and let's play better. How about that? Sponsored by DeWitt Law Firm, one of the largest firms in Wisconsin. DeWitt Law Firm has nearly 140 attorneys providing legal assistance to businesses, individuals, nonprofits, and more. All right, Tausch, let's begin with something very simple, very binary. Was Jordan Love a number one? Woo, good, great. Or a number two last night? Um, I'm not going to go two. And since I know there's no gray area, I'm going to say one because I, I'm not as down on him. If you look at how yesterday's game played, did Patrick Mahomes outplay Jordan Love yesterday? No. Jordan Love wasn't great. He wasn't terrible. So I'm going to say he still has a lot of room to grow, but... I think Patrick Mahomes played worse than Jordan Love did yesterday. So, Tosh, how do you see this thing playing out with Aaron? And and I said it last week. I really don't care. It doesn't. But this bomb was so easy to defuse, and he wouldn't defuse it to the point where is this? You think this is going to be a distraction now from here on out? Are we going to get back to normal? No. I think it's going to be back to normal. And yes, I think when he talks, uh, if he talks, I don't think he will because he's on the list and he won't get cleared until Saturday. I think he's going to go play Sunday, and I'm assuming. You know, the team is going to rally behind him because you saw yesterday the difference between Aaron Rodgers leading a football team and Jordan Love. And everybody in that locker room, while they have different beliefs and, you know, Chewy, with guys that have been in the locker room, you see, you know, there's going to be people that think differently. But the goal is always let's win. Let's put our differences aside and let's go find ways to win. Aaron Rodgers is going to give this team a chance to win a Super Bowl. That's what every player works their butts off for to go and try to do. And once that happens, and especially if Green Bay goes out and throttles Seattle, you're going to see that the news cycle flips quick. And I think this is going to be one of those cases. At the end of the season, there's a big $40 million number hitting Aaron Rodgers in terms of next year's salary cap towers. Did you see enough from Jordan Love that if you're Brian Gutekunst, you go, yep, we're going to trade Rodgers, we're going to go with Love for 2022? No. No, 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 no. Don't don't misconstrue what you know. You asked me if he was a one or a two. Uh, I've said from the get-go, Aaron Rodgers is special. Quarterbacking is hard. We saw that yesterday. There was a lot of miscues, and it's it's difficult. Aaron makes it easy, and he gives you a chance every week in, week out to win, and he's still playing at an incredibly high level. So I think you have to figure out what that's going to look like from a financial standpoint, what that's going to look like, and Aaron has to agree to do it. So when you factor all that in, but if I'm Brian Gutekunst, I am figuring out how can I keep Aaron Rodgers on this football team happy for as long as he wants to play football. I've said that from the jump, and my mind hasn't changed on that. Mark Tauscher joining Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning as he does after every single Packers game. Um, One of the things that we talked about earlier this morning, Tausch, was the fact that after every loss, Matt LaFleur goes up to the podium, takes accountability, and says, this one was on me. And there's a part of me that feels like, good, that's what the coach should do. At the end of the day, heavy is the head that wears the crown. But Gabe said it loses a little bit of luster after every time. 
because then because it's not always his fault. And yeah, he's he's kind of taken the bullets in this instance. Did you feel like this was on the floor? Um, I mean, I think the special teams, obviously, and, you know, he is in charge of everything. Uh, the special team stunk, and that's why they lost the game yesterday. But I do think, especially after that New Orleans game, that was Matt LaFleur. Uh, the plan that they came up with and how they tried to execute it was bad. And he's gotten better. He's been great for the majority of this season. And I thought yesterday, if you're getting five yards a carry, and you think that Kansas City is going to load the box because you got a rookie, young quarterback that's inexperienced, and you're still getting five yards a carry, it's okay to continue to run the football. And I don't think they had an answer for A.J. Dillon yesterday, and they stopped giving him the football, and they put it in Jordan Love's hands. So I do think Matt LaFleur, I love the fact that he takes ownership. He's not throwing his players under the bus. And I thought yesterday was not his best day of coaching, and it, it was in a tough spot that I think, unfortunately for him, he gets that kind of label as, well, he's a really good coach, but it's easy. He's got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, as we've seen with the Hall of Fame quarterback, it isn't easy. You have a lot of other things that you have to work through as well. Yesterday, I didn't think was his best performance because it was run the football, play action pass. They couldn't stop the run. Green Bay let them stop the run. What was your takeaway from the D, uh, Tausch? I, I think coming out of, uh, you know, watching this season, this defense has been better than I think all of us anticipated. Uh, yesterday I thought was its best performance. It was dominant. This wasn't, well, you know, we'll stop something. They, four three and outs with an offense that, you know, we said after Pittsburgh, well, we're Roethlisberger, he's washed up. He can't play. You know, the Bears, well, the Bears are the Bears. Well, Kansas City, yes, they're struggling. Patrick Mahomes is struggling. They have weapons everywhere. They have the best tight end in football. They have the fastest wideout. And you're talking about not having your top two corners. Zadarius Smith still nowhere to be found. And I never felt like Kansas City was going to move the football effectively yesterday. Once you started seeing after the Kelsey touchdown, I really felt like that defense had all the answers it needed to stop Kansas City. I think if you come out of this game yesterday thinking, about Super Bowls and when Aaron comes back and how this offense is going to continue to improve and improve, you feel like this defense is championship quality. And I don't think uh, there's been a better defense for Aaron Rodgers since that 2014 uh, game against Seattle. That year's defense was good enough to win a championship. I think this defense is probably his next best that he's had. Tausch, I really don't like the, oh, the ball happened to touch you, now we can recover it on a punt and. It happened in the Cowboys-Broncos game yesterday where the the Cowboys blocked a punt. It somehow accidentally hit a player after a cross-the-line of scrimmage, and then the Broncos recovered it, and the Broncos got to keep it. Obviously happened in the Packers game yesterday where Malik Taylor wasn't even trying to field the football. It just took a funny bounce because the football can do that from time to time, hit him in the leg, and suddenly the Chiefs have the ball. Do you like that rule of on a punt, if it touches the receiving team, suddenly it's now a turnover? Yeah. Uh, what's your, what's the alternative? I mean, if he just touches you there, it's then it's ball. just that, yeah, it's just. I mean, yeah, you can down it there, or that's where the ball goes. So if like, a ball is fumbled and somebody squirt, like that's part of football. Like if the ball, <laughs> well, I stay would, away from the ball. Well, you get I, the, I would say this: get the Peter anybody, call, get out of Peter, the way. Peter. And if how about this? If it touches you, the ball has changed, and yes, you should. You're going to be able to recover it. So. I get what you're saying. It's unfortunate, but I don't know what your alternative is going to be. Then the ball, you just fire it off of people, and there's no big issue with it. 
Uh, no, I, I think you have to. I don't who know what, you, how you, you changed that. I role. thought you were crazy, too, when you brought it up. Well, no, I mean, because you don't even turn the ball over, though. Like, you never actually possessed it to turn it over. Like, it just accidentally okay. hit you, and now I can okay. jump on it. Just get out of the way. <laughs> just get out of the way. But, but sometimes uh, you can't uh, yes, get out of the way. Yes, it's unfortunate. It stinks. Well, It's a dumb rule. It's a dumb rule. Uh, no, it's uh, it, it, football's a dumb game, then. Yeah. Well, there's I'm, things that happen. Well, okay, now you're speaking my language. Okay. Football is a dumb Speaking game. of dumb, Tausch, I couldn't get over where Jordan Love's mom and girlfriend were sitting during the game. Do you ever have an instant where a loved one was going to a visiting arena or a visiting stadium, <laughs> and they were sitting at the top of the moon? On purpose? Y- yes. Uh, you mean on accident? So, <laughs> no, so, Jen, there was the Metrodome, they give you crap tickets, and, you know, the old Metrodome, you put your way up top, and it actually, uh, that's just what they do. And when your family starts saying, I don't know if I really want to go to the game because the seats are so bad, that was always when I was kind of thinking, are we getting spoiled or should the opposing team be better and give the opposing players better seats for their families? That was a little bit, they were on the last row. It wasn't <laughs> like they were in the middle of Section 200. They could not have put them in worse seats. Somebody should have stepped in, especially if you're going to utilize them for TV purposes. Hey, Fox, throw them a couple tickets, put them in a decent spot. I thought that was a little bit ridiculous. He's Mark Tauscher. You can hear him on Wildey and Tausch right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy each and every day. Tausch, we appreciate you. Have a great one, man. Thanks, you too.